0: This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom.
1: Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the
2: anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David, I can run the world
1: title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was.
0: Now, you're the editor, right? Russo yes, the I'm
1: from New York. I'll get
2: downright nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand.
1: Welcome, 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 everybody, to your favorite show! The iconic Castrating the Marks. I am Vince Russo, this is Jerry Lane, and somebody, somebody is going to get it tonight. Bro, my hair is so wild looking. I went down to the pool because we were a little delayed tonight, Jeff, so I went down to the pool, and after I got out of the pool, I just blow dried my hair down there, and I look like a freaking wild man. I haven't shaved my beard in freaking weeks, bro. It looks like Kenny Rogers a little bit. Yes. Far. Lady, <laughs> you're my night in shine. Jeff, I got a couple of things I want to share with you tonight. I don't know what to start with. Um, okay, I'm going to start with a Twitter exchange I got from today. I do want to talk about this, and I do want to address this. It started, bro, with this person putting up my Dave Meltzer rant. Well, you put it up. It looks like they replied to it. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so I get these replies from a guy by the name of Kevin Conway, who I'll be honest with you, bro. I was, follow- I- I was following him back. He is no longer being followed back. Let-, let-, let me explain something to everybody out there. If you insult me in any way, shape, or form, you are going to lose your follow back. So now he lost his follow back. And when I post, I only let people I follow, you know, comment. So now he's lost all privileges. So he starts off by saying, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours, right? I still don't understand why you would, why you would rather attack a mark coming at your perfectional. Do you know what that even means?
3: I'm assuming maybe it's a typo, and he meant coming at you professionally. Professionally, yeah, probably
1: probably professionally. Then a piece of crap like Jim Cornette who attacks you personally. So think think about what he's saying right there. Why will I address somebody who who, uh, 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 attacks me professionally and not somebody that attacks me personally, okay? Your answer to me was, oh, it's not worth my time, but whatever. He attacked you twice personally, talking about your sex life. Go on. Jeff, I told you today, How I you am 62 years life? old. Right now, I am dealing with epididymitis. I, I, Jeff, I am sitting on this. OK, as I do the show, Jeff, I had to order $60 underwear today. Uh Right after this show, I'm going to lay down and ice my nutsack. And I'm supposed to care and reply to Jim Cornette talking about my sex life. But then he goes, but you won't respond to him. But you'll respond to Mark's gotcha. Here, here's where he here, here's where he lost the follow two of the latest videos of him talking about you you'll never respond to but you'll do, you'll damn sure pump your chest out or whatever for the marks that makes me think either this whole thing between you two is a work or you're scared to get into a verbal confrontation with so wrestle right there he lost okay uh, he, he's he didn't have to phrase
3: any of this smugly like right. he did. Right. I mean, the first tweet, tweet—so legitimate question. If he wants to know the answer, that's a perfectly fine question to answer. And then he started phrasing it
1: just, right. just smug and, and rude. So here's what I said to him. I said, scared of what? His tennis racket? I said, the difference is... Cornette hates me with such a passion that people already know that everything he says, everything he says about me is a lie. They know he makes it personal about me. So why would I respond to personal lies Jim Cornett makes up about me? I said, now Meltzer, on the other hand, he reports on news. He doesn't get personally vicious, and he never has. I mean, he makes it clear he doesn't like me, but there's no verbal attacks about my sex life. I said, um, if I address Cornette, then I'd have to address all the people who personally hate and therefore attack me. That would be a massive waste of my time. Plus, as a shoot, I never listen to Cornette's show. Do you really think I, I I, I listen to Cornette's show in my car? I never listened to Cornette's show, so I have no idea what he said about me. We cover Meltzer weekly on Castrating the Marks. You've made videos about Jim Cornette plenty of times over
3: the years. There's nothing left for you to say. I mean, Kevin, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and search. I think it's titled Vince Russo's Apology to Jim Cornette. I think that's your most popular Jim Cornette video. So if you think he's afraid to. Say something to him. Go watch that video.
1: This guy, like literally. So, so he, he sits there and listens to what Jim Cornette says about me. And then I'm afraid to fire back. Bro, as a shoot, this guy really thinks I listen to Cornette shows. So I know what he's saying about me on a daily basis. And wh- why would I care about what this guy has to say about me, Jeff? After 30 years, it's it's a completely different ball game. Meltzer calls himself a journalist, and then presents what he calls his news and truth and facts. And when those news and truth and facts are incorrect, I call him on it with the proof. I'm supposed to do a video. On a guy that is insulting my my sixty two year old sex life, I'm supposed to cut a video on that guy?
3: Yeah, especially obviously, whatever he would have said, he's just
1: making shit up. He doesn't know about of your course. sex that, life. Like, like, like <laughs> seriously, like you you really think, guys, at this point in my freaking life, my career, where I'm at. You think I'm going to address freaking Jim Cornette, who still lives in the wrestling bubble, who still thinks it's 1970, who insults me on a daily basis? Bro, I would I would be addressing it literally on a daily basis. Like, you you seriously think that's what I want to do in my time? Melk's is a whole different animal, bro, because he's putting false news out there to a lot of people. That is a totally different story. I mean, Jeff, am I wrong or is it not different? It's been the same thing for how many years? That's what I'm saying. It's, It's been the same thing, bro, since 1999, bro. 26 years. Like, what do you – people have gotten so tired of it, Jeff. They they don't email me or DM me or, oh, Cornette said this today. Cornette said that. Because Cornette says something every day. Like, literally, I would be addressing him on a daily basis. Yeah, uh, people don't really care anymore about that Of, of course not. It's the same yeah. shtick, bro. Yeah. All right, bro, I got bonus material for you. And you know, I'm all over it. You are not all over this like me. How do you know not, I don't have it? You are not all over this like me. How do you me. know I don't have it? You could be wrong. I know spoiling. you don't. Know.
3: Okay. I know you don't. Actually, I I I, I I I I declined this one. There was too much other stuff of her that this How one was can this one. you
1: decline this? Bro, I think she put magic marker on her face. She
3: definitely put magic marker on her face. Alright, here we go, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I don't think this is worthy like the other ones are. Oh, are you kidding me? Bro, uh, this is Tommy Dreamer's co-host. No, we got uh, uh, way, wait. way worse than
1: that. Hey, Jeff, I want to talk to you more about something else. And this is, a seri- this is more on a serious level. Jeff, you know, you had some technical difficulties today, so you were behind the eight ball a little bit, so you prolonged uh, us recording this. Pushed okay? it back, correct. Yes. Pushed back a little bit. No prize said Jeff, no problem, whatever you got to do. So guess what I was watching? Uh, Hopefully not AEW. AEW. Said his big announcement. (laughs) Oh, you don't know yet? I know. I saw somebody tweet about it. Yeah, I saw. He's worse than Dixie, man. Bro, this isn't even what I'm talking about. No. This is, uh, well, let, let's cover that first. Bro, all day long, Tony Khan's got a huge announcement, huge announcement, huge announcement, huge announcement. So he goes on there with Nigel McGuinness, who, and I love Nigel, man. Uh, Desmond Wolf. I loved working with that dude. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. But he's got a big announcement. The biggest, <laughs> the big announcement is, uh, the tickets are going on sale for the next All In, which is a year from now. Yeah, Wembley next year. We, Wembley we gotta... next year. But you can call, you can call in a couple days early, get on some list to get for. But bro, listen, there's more going on here, bro. Bro, he now. I don't know if you call, did you. You didn't see this. Uh, probably not.
3: I, bro, I saw know. somebody tweeted that. That's all I saw,
1: bro. We may have all new material, bro. He, you know, he's got the mop head. Yeah. He's trying to put like a part in it. Now he looks like Napoleon dynamite. No he's wearing his hair exactly like Napoleon. Jeff, he's partying it. So it's a big puff and a part. It's absolutely true. But that isn't even what I wanted to talk about. Jeff. Jeff, I swear to God, I'm telling you, man, I'm, this is a fact. Jeff, the older I get with like every passing year, the, the more this shit just becomes so, just so embarrassing to me. I, I can't use any word other than embarrassing. And bro, you know what's really embarrassing about AEW and bro, the, the, their fan base. Bro, these are the only people in the world that this show would attract. This show, I, Jeff, I must have watched 30 minutes of it. This show in a million years would never attract a casual audience, ever. Those people in the crowd that sing along with Jericho and those are the only people that this show would draw because you know what you got here, Jeff? Here's what you got. This is exactly what you got on this show. Jeff. You got to understand, 80% of these guys I was working with in 1997, Jeff. Okay, we're going into 2024. So we're going on like 27, 28, 30 freaking years. We're seeing Christian, and we're seeing Edge, and we're seeing Callous and we're seeing staying and we're seeing bro 30 freaking years. You are seeing the same guys on your television screen, bro. When they were 20 something, it was cool and they were badasses. Now they're old men trying to be cool. So, so you, you got that one section of the talent and Jeff, the other section are like literally people that look like your next door neighbor twenty something year olds bro that you wouldn't remember their name like so so that's the combination you've got and and bro you I swear I'm watching this, and bro, like you know bro, listen, I you know you know staying you know, even you know like double j and stuff, you know it's I don't wanna bury anybody. But Jeff, these guys are like in their forties and their fifties, and it's it it's so unreal. They're way
3: past their forties. I I mean yeah,
1: yeah, Jeff, there's nothing on the show you believe. Everything is a wrestling promo. Everything backstage is wrestling. Bro, a normal person like you and I. Never in a million years would watch this show ever, Jeff, ever. I remember
3: when the Monday Night Wars were going and Jim Ross took a shot at Hulk Hogan for being old at 45. That was the thing. Like WWF was hip and cool and all the young guys. These are the old 40 some year old guys. We got 50s and 60s filling up the ring.
1: Jeff, can you imagine baseball players starting their career at 22 and they're still playing at 50? Bro, it's ridiculous. Like I said, bro, when you look at that crowd, those are the only people that would appeal to this show. Nobody else is ever going to appeal to this show. Nobody, bro. They're gonna have that same audience till the big show comes out. Everyone, bro, like I swear to God, Christian, Big Show, Edge, Don Callis, Omegas up there, Chris Jericho. I'm like, like, bro. Well, what these guys are fifty, man.
3: I mean, movies, which the movies do it too. Look at the. How old Harrison Ford looks in the last Indiana Jones movie, 70 some years old, I, I, I around swear like
1: that. It would be, you're looking at me now, <laughs> Kenny Rogers. It literally would be like me going in a wrestling ring and cutting a promo like it was WCW 1999. Like, are, are you out of your mind? Yeah, it is weird when you really think about that. Yeah. And when you really think about it and watch it, Jeff because they never watch it hold on jeff because now jeff you've done it you've pissed off the guys at work culture go ahead guys go ahead say what you want to say the floor is yours i really thought there was going to be a second part of your sentence <laughs> this is the news okay all right Jeff. any shout outs jeff i do not what about you i have no shout outs but the uh, the holidays are coming so I'm i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt bro the holidays are around the corner this was weird this week. Do you remember that clip from a few years
3: ago when Tony Khan introduced the the Giannis guy from the Bucks in uh, The Greek Freak? And he, <laughs> you know, remember that?
4: Yeah. 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 Well,
3: I got like five people submitted it this week. I don't know how that happens, uh, but we've used that before. So I don't want anybody thinking I passed on this magnificent clip. We used that. Years ago, oops, well, whenever it happened, I'm not sure what episode, but you can go back and look for it. But it's weird sometimes that happens a, a bunch of people at the same time. I don't know if somebody just finds it and tweets it out and, on a new tweet or something. That's that must be what's happening,
1: but bro, like just think about like, like just the lack of common sense. You know, like all day they're promoting a big announcement, a big announcement, what Dixie used to do all the time, and I used to get on her all the time, big announcement. So now you're tuning into the show, and now the big announcement is the tickets for Wembley, and now, you know, it, it's the boy that cried wolf. Yeah, he's so getting now, hammered. He's getting hammered. Not only is he getting hammered, next time he says he has a big announcement, nobody's going to believe him. What, yeah. Like, so, seriously, Jeff, We, we you know, we're, we're level-headed people. Why would you do that? Because he thinks it is a big announcement. He thinks it's a big deal. You guys can't wait to go to Wembley next year. And you know what the funny thing is, Jeff? They're still going with that 81,000 people. Yeah, yeah, they They're are. They're still going with that number, bro. They yep. never adjusted that number. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's castrate some marks, bro. Go ahead. All right, well, let's start
3: off with a couple Dave Meltzer tweets sent in by Daniel Solis and Scott Smith. So last week we had the clip of Meltzer talking about how he pitched the retirement for for sting to Tony Khan. So somebody tweeted Dave about this and they said, can you share your thought process on why you thought it was okay to contact the owner of a company that you report on and rate daily to pitch booking ideas? Have you Uh, done this with Vince or triple H? That's totally a legit question. So Dave responds, Vince has called me and yes, I write suggestions on ideas for every company constantly. I've been doing that since 1972 yeah
1: he he's uh, talked about Vince uh, calling him before yeah, he's talked yeah. about his conversation but
3: it's him. writing suggestions in your newsletter on your Twitter that's not the same as calling the guy and directly pitching him ideas everybody fantasy books this shit and in, in there
1: bro this would be like you know because again he is a journalist this would be like a journalist covering a news story and the and you're giving advice to the subjects of the news story that, yeah. that that's the equivalent of what he's doing, bro. So somebody responded to that and they said, Dave,
3: do you even understand what journalistic ethics are at this point? <laughs> and Dave said, Dave said better than you. Yeah. I write a newsletter that analyzes the business and often makes suggestions on different angles. Those are two completely different things, by the way, I do the same on audio shows. That's what business analysis is. Just like the analyst of on radio or TV of the sport they cover. No, that's not. Business analysis is analyzing what the business has done. Not telling them what they should do. That's not business analysis. And the people that cover sports and do that are not the reporters. They are right. the players, the former players.
1: Right. It's completely different. It is complete, bro. It, 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 listen, man. And, and that's why I say all the time, the problem with these dudes are is, you know, number one, they love to think that they're journalists when, when they do things that clearly show they are not. And number two, whether it be pride or whatever it is, Jeff, they just can't come out and say, you know what? I'm just a glorified fan if if they said that i'd listen to dave meltzer fine okay bro if you're telling me you're giving me your opinions as a fan no problem but when you start the journalism stuff and then you, you don't retract stuff that have has been proven false and then you know you're you're calling tony khan with book, bro, bro <laughs> what bro it's like the houseman clip that we we just put up I mean, these guys bury and expose themselves over and over and over again, bro. All right, let's go to our first Hollywood video. Oh
3: boy. So sent it by Matthew Ortiz, Scott Smith, Chris, Scott Ward, Mark DePaulo, Leon Cardin.
1: We've got everybody on yep. Hollywood now.
3: John Wilno and Reverend Smiley. Oh my gosh.
1: bro she's 30 something right we gotta you gotta remind we gotta remind me of that yeah bro are wrestling marks like 10 years behind their age like if they're 30 do they act like 20 if they're 20 do they act like 10 this is she's 30 something
3: well i mean when you think about all you look at the crowd today they do act like children they do yeah they do
1: I, bro, I'm gonna to go to it again, but this is a different one because it's always we always say, what do their freaking wives say, right? We always say that. What is a freaking husband like what does a husband think? Like, he's, bro, maybe, maybe he's in
3: maybe he's into that stuff. Bro, I don't you know. Can you imagine
1: Amy like doing this? Like, <laughs> can, you, like can you imagine like can you imagine I go online and Amy's gold dust? What's next, Jeff? Well, let's go to this Dave
3: Meltzer tweet sent in by Greg O'Grady and Matthew Ortiz. I don't know if Tony Khan will be using Dave's sting idea after this tweet. So somebody asked Dave, okay, Dave, since it's your award, tell us who you think is booker of the year so far. Dave replies, Levesque, in my opinion, the bloodline story turned business around. Yeah, bro. Did you see that rating Monday night? 1.3 million one or something?
1: Point, point 1.3. <laughs> You're giving Booker of the Year out to like a show that's drawing 1.3 who, million. Who, who's better? Like Al. I mean, Give it to Al. Okay. Well, yeah. Give it but, a freaking Al, man. Al's on is, Netflix, bro. I guarantee you more people yeah. are watching that well, show than Raw.
3: Yeah. But what I'm saying is whoever he gives it to, it's going to be a show with a bad number. Because you got. Raw SmackDown NXT and AEW, and then New Japan, I guess, would qualify for his stupid award. Netflix doesn't qualify, Jeez. but whoever's gonna win, it's like, yo, oh, oh, okay, great. But um, I bet that pisses Tony off.
1: What? What? What did he say again? What was his answer again? The Triple H is Booker. Oh, Triple H, no, Tony, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's got to piss him off. So, I don't, bro, I don't. Can, bro, can I? This is a legitimate question, Jeff. I am not bullshitting you. I am not BSing you. Is it out of the realm to think that Tony Khan would say to Dave, "Dave, I'll give you $50,000 if I am Booker of the Year." It, like is that out of out of
3: question? I wouldn't think so unless unless he's the type of guy that would really be upset if he got something he didn't he didn't really win.
1: Tony, yeah. Oh, I don't think he'd be upset at all because I think if it's somebody else other than him, bro, like what? What, what, yeah, what kind I don't of think Dave, I don't think
3: Dave would. I think Dave would ask for more than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Money seriously, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not BSing you, bro. If he bought that thing, didn't he say one time he has other
3: people count the votes or something? Remember that shit? We yeah. had a clip years ago, and
1: bro, how does he even know? uh uh, triple H is writing the bloodline. How does he
3: even know that? That could be uh, yeah
1: Vince McMahon got Booker of the Year when
3: you and Ed were writing the show.
1: Right, exactly. Because that could be all Heyman, or all Reigns. That could be all the how does he even he doesn't even know uh Paul Paul Levesque's involvement in
3: that bro. Yep. All right. We got some classic Mike Johnson on Taz show video.
1: Audio. Or video. 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 Oh, nice. Bro, I saw him interview. It must have been a recent interview. He's on my YouTube interviewing Nails Johnson. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's on YouTube. If anybody wants to grab a clip from that, that would be great. So, this clip was sent in by Jamie.
3: It's actually two clips. We're going to do them one at a time here.
1: Not for you, Dennis. (laughs)
0: Say, people call people. That's Heyman's phone. Look at him. Look at this. (laughs) <laughs> answer it. I muted the ringer, both of them. He's got two phones. Unprofessional, Jones. What are you doing, Johnson? Sorry. What does that? Was that phone from 1980? What is going on? <laughs> Listen. If you guys didn't have the Skype machine working, I had two phones just in case. I didn't expect it to call f- at was How? awesome. I, I know what he's got. He's got a he's got a WWE phone for the Stooges from WWE that call him, and then he's got a TNA phone for the TNA Stooges. And what, what, and, then what this is, and then
2: this is the Ring of Honor phone right here. The, the Ring
0: of Honor phone. Where it just it has phone. The, no, they don't need that. The Ring of Honor guys just text me. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. It's a-
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll I'll never understand for the life of me how Taz had him on that show, bro. I'm <laughs> sorry, I will never understand that man.
3: So with his phone not turned off, I love how he, he you know he's a big dirt sheet guy. He's got to have three phones because he's oh, getting yeah, calls bro. all day, you know.
1: Oh yeah, nonstop all day, man. Yeah. So and bro, was- seriously, man, when you when your face is that big and <laughs> you got several necks. Bro, go go back to the video for a second, Jeff. Because seriously, w- w- would you wear your shirt like that? Like seriously, bro. He, he's he's wearing it like this, and he's all face and 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 quadruple chin, bro. Seriously, don't wear your shirt like that. Now, after that, with his phone
3: not being turned off, interrupting the Taz show, Taz is gonna Taz is gonna mess with him
1: now. So the one-hour show. Time time, hold on bro. On for a second, bro. What, what? 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 What is the same logo that him and Taz have? What is that? Taz has it on his computer. Johnson has it on his shirt. It's a bulldog. What? What is it? I don't know. It's got to be the same thing. But go ahead, play it through. It's so the one-hour show. Time. Mike, come on, bro.
0: Take care of your phones. I'm sorry. All right, so, so the problem. The problem is you got a one-hour. show. <laughs> you got a one-hour show.
3: It's not his phone. They're pump. Taz is pumping in the, the fucking <laughs> noise, and he thought it was his phone, and he threw it. Yeah, like, Taz is In NXT that Hardy
0: thing. If they do stuff on the comeback, can take some time. Well, excuse me, Mike. I love the rib, by the way. Well, there's no rib, rib. So uh, just uh, you're unprofessional. This is why you're not allowed to go past a segment. So that's the only thing. Do you agree with the time thing? It's a one hour show. No, I, I agree with you. I would love to see them just give a, the Hardys their own show on the network. I think with all the wackiness that they do, they could do their own thing. Would you stop? Excuse me, we're, we're just talking, Mike. I talking. He lets it bad, ring man. the whole time while
1: he's talking. Taz is so Taz. Taz I was just watching him tonight, bro. He's great. He's so good, to, I, I, bro, how Taz had. I, I get. I guess Johnson had early ECW roots or whatever, yeah. but still, man, bro. All right, let's go to a
3: JD from New York video that was sent in by Mark DePaolo.
1: Everybody's trying to rub elbows and fucking suck dick over at the fucking WWE 2K23 junction and get interviews with Omos and all this other fucking for a shit. Second. You <laughs> bro, is that, is that, is he on green screen or is yeah. that his background?
3: No, nah, it, it's gotta be green screen. It's gotta oh, you,
1: be. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Jeff, you gotta help me with this, bro. Like every, I, I don't know if you've ever experimented with this, bro, but every time I try to use green screen, my my head is like really distorted man i don't know what i'm doing are wrong are you using the real green screen stuff
3: or are you using the fake the fake one where the camera where the program does it without an actual green screen the
1: program does it
3: that's why yeah you're never going to get a good quality one without an actual green screen
1: yeah I, yeah, yeah I, it I, looks I need, dumb i need to so i'll put my green screen back up yeah. i have a green screen i just haven't used it yeah
3: but he's uh, i don't think i said he's talking about one of the scrums from last year okay
1: Everybody's trying to rub elbows and fucking suck dick over at the fucking WWE 2K23 Junction and get interviews with Omos and all this other fucking shit. You imagine?
4: Oh, my God. Cody, can I? Listen, listen, man. How do you feel about winning the Royal Rumble and wrestling Roman Reigns at WrestleMania?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Very nice.
3: So if you guys are on the audio, that was, uh, his Hollywood impersonation. Yeah. Speaking of Hollywood, Hollywood video number two. Now, this was sent in by Mike Wilson, Chris, Kevin Mari, and Reverend Smiley. I had to cut the music for copyright, so I had to edit some of the music here during, during this.
4: This is my
2: brutality!
3: You guys are on audio she's doing like Rhea ripley's full uh
4: <laughs>
3: bro i swear to god dude the kick is the best part the kick the kick is the best you guys have to watch this video if you're not she has the whole Rhea ripley theme song playing through the whole thing i had to edit it but i but i put it back in for the kick <laughs> I had to change. I didn't want to get a copy. Oh, that, Jeff, that, that kick Jeff, is incredible. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. One more time with the kick. <laughs> <laughs> God I want to know how many times she practiced this before filming the video. I want to know where she got all these costumes. I don't know, but you know what's um, Yeah, you can see it here. She shaved her eyebrow how Rhea Ripley's is shaved. And she wrote did, on
1: did, her face, too, Dom or whatever the hell she's got. Yeah, for.
3: okay, well, that washes off. Did she really shave her eyebrow?
1: Who knows, bro? Who knows, <laughs> man? Tommy, 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 Tommy.
3: Well, apparently she she's a big fan of Rhea Ripley. Because Mark DePaulo sent in this video where she was interviewing
1: oh, Rhea Ripley. No. Bro, she's not dressed as Rhea Ripley as she's interviewing her.
3: No, this is this is from last year. Okay. You have
4: a YouTube channel, right? Yes, I do. I have watched you before. I'm like, you sound and look very familiar. (laughs) That makes me very, very happy. And, you know, obviously right now I'm wearing the mask. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm like, oh, hey, but that makes me happy. I can't believe you watch my YouTube channel. I've watched it a few times, actually. You know a lot about wrestling.
1: I just can't. I I try. Bro, you know, it would be a a wonderful, you know, it would be an unbelievable movie. If we we did a movie set in professional wrestling in 2023 with the Hollywoods and the saps and all these people and the fan base. But we actually had wrestlers from the eighties and the nineties <laughs> and, and, and they, they would have to intermingle with the, do you know? Oh my God. Bro. Oh my God. I remember, man, but the first time, bro, Ed Rusciutti sent me on the road, man, and I had to walk back in that locker room, and I was working for the WWE, bro. Tony Greer practically pushed me against the wall. Nobody would talk to me. Nobody would. I worked for the company, Jeff, okay? This, that now she's interviewing Rhea Ripley. She's dressing up like her, and she's interviewing her. <laughs> she's jumping up and down
3: like a fangirl, so excited that she watches her YouTube channel. Oh, man, 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 man. Well, last week we had the whole Billy Corgan comments on Meltzer, and we had a Meltzer tweet response. Well, now we got some audio of Meltzer and Alvarez discussing Corgan's comments, and these were sent. this was sent in by Matthew Ortiz.
2: Yeah, he a couple weeks ago, whatever it was, he did some interview and it was just like uh, you know, I don't want my guys, uh, whatever it was, doing matches that like Dave Meltzer likes. And I was just thinking, like, so you don't want guys doing matches that that build, and you don't want matches guys doing matches that have drama?
1: What do you want? Oh my god, drama. (laughs) Drama, bro. I just watch that shit, bro. Don't give me drama bullshit. Please, I just watched it. I just watched Omega and Jericho as a team against guys I didn't even know. Drama. Thinking, like, <laughs> so you don't
2: want guys doing matches that that build, and you don't want matches guys doing matches that have drama. I mean, what do you want? You want guys to have crappy matches,
1: bro? He, he bro, he doesn't <laughs> even know what he's talking no. about anymore. He really doesn't, Jeff. He's like, he's he's so far out there. He's got to change stories and narratives like so often and shit. He doesn't even know what he's – I just watched 30 to 40 minutes of the show. There was – no. I, I guess they have the drama, Jeff, when I'm not watching. Yeah, yeah. There's zero of that.
4: I think that
2: he thinks that you like something – I don't know, man. You've heard the criticism a thousand times. You like flips and shit like that. You know. You can't can't possibly believe that, but uh, that's what he said.
3: (laughs) Billy Corgan can't possibly believe what he's saying? Come on. But
2: you can't possibly read and think that. Does he read? He used to. He
3: subscribed for years. Well,
2: does he now? Maybe he he doesn't. But if you read and subscribe for years, it's not like, okay, you know. It's not like... Well, you know, there are a lot of people that have read and subscribed for years and lost their minds, Dave. You're well aware of this.
3: Yeah, so Billy Corgan has lost his mind. Yeah, yeah he's lost that's his
2: That's true. Mind. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, it's like, like it's like you, you don't want, you know, Gunther matches. You don't want, you know, I mean, it's I just, it just kind of blew my mind. Old NWA title matches with Terry right. Funk and Ric Flair. You don't want Ric Flair matches. You don't want Terry Funk matches.
3: Yeah, th-
1: that's exactly what he's saying, you... F- Frickin oh yeah, hideous. no! Oh, no, like, but Jeff, come on! You get you from from bell to bell, you get Rick Flair matches at AEW, bro. Oh yeah, oh, Terry Funk matches every week. That's yeah. all you get is Terry, uh, bro. He's lost his mind, bro. I'm telling you, he, he he spends so much time, bro, having to cover himself, having to remember what he said. He 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 doesn't even know what he's saying anymore, bro. You don't want.
2: You know, I mean, like any style that's good. I think that, you know, one of the, one of the things is, is that, um, I mean, it, it's funny because, like, again, like, like, when I first started hearing this, I went to, like, cage match. It's like, am I off on this stuff? And, and so, like, you know, look, you know, there's, there's gonna be quarter star, half star differences and things like that, you know. And, just, you know, I mean, I have them with my best friends, you know, where, where, you know, look, when, whenever there's a big match, you know, I'll get, a bunch of people who are going to who are going to text me and it's like look we're all within a quarter star sometimes a half star and it's like yeah you know
1: oh my (laughs) god jeff i swear to god like if if you told me that sort of stuff really existed i would say bro again i would go back to this is a (sighs) so he heard Corgan's comments and then he's
3: like, Hmm, am I really off on my rating? So he goes to the fan site, Cage Match or whatever it is, and he's comparing his numbers to the fans. Because <laughs> really, so, that will prove that Billy Corgan's wrong, right? If if the if you agree with what the marks agree with, who get their opinions from you in the first place.
1: I swear, bro, you 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 would think this was all a rib on us. You you really that you really would think that it's going to be exposed in a year that Hollywood dressing up and the stuff Meltzer and Alvaro said all, all of this was not true. These are normal human beings. And literally they put out all this shit to work. Vince and Jeff, (laughs) I swear to God, bro. Seriously. There can't be people like this, Jeff. There can't be. You can't seriously, man. How can you? How can you conduct yourself in this manner over something that, first of all, is horrible <laughs> and sucks and stinks, and and the world is laughing at it? And jump up and down because Rhea Ripley, li- listen to my YouTube channel. God, well, Hollywood wasn't the only one that dressed
3: up. SAP oh, had a bunch God. of costumes. Uh, Please, this come on, man. Sent him by Gabe Tuff. I'm Michael Hayes. Oh,
4: (laughs) okay, Sean. You just put a wig on, and then you don't give any other hints as to what you can be. You can be anybody. I I
0: literally said I'm Michael Hayes. I just out loud
1: verbalized. (laughs) Yeah, but not like Michael
4: Hayes.
1: (laughs) You look like I swear to God. God, I don't know if I've ever seen an individual who in my entire life, and this is a shoot. Who, who thinks they are funny and yeah. hysterical, and they are not at all funny or hysterical. He thinks he's so funny and witting and entertainment, and I'm like, every time I see this guy, I'm like, bro, like, just stop. It's It doesn't work.
0: Somebody says you do have the voice for Hayes. Thank you. Thank you, I think. Did you see where – the entire women's roster dressed I up. I saw my that. Voice. Yeah, it was good shit. So I said, "I'm Lexus King." <laughs> oh
4: my god! Yes, you're Lexus King. <laughs> Yes. Uh, That's exactly it right
1: God. there. Oh, God, Jeff. Seriously, man. What a, what a, what a, what a sad, what a sad time it is for, for, for the business, man. It's such a, it's such a sad, pathetic time, man. It really is. I, I just, I, I, I just reminded myself watching that show tonight, like, just, this is so, this is so, it's embarrassing. It's not even, it, Jeff, it's not sad. It's not unwatchable. It is embarrassing people, because normal people are looking at this like this. This is professional wrestling in 2023, and it's freaking embarrassing, Jeff.
3: Well, that wasn't the only hilarious costume he had. Also sent in by Gabe Tuff. Check it out. I am the
0: ring after Seth Rollins curb stomped J.D. McDonough's head into the mat.
4: You know what, Sean? One of these days, I want to hop into your little brain and figure out what's going on in there when you come up with these things. <laughs> I can just imagine you already. <laughs> <laughs> that ring didn't stand with a your chance. Ideas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. is, is he marking out uh, over the finished RAW? I don't. I don't know, Jeff. I don't. W- 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 watching these two, bro, it's like my God, bro, like. <laughs> Oh man, what's what's next? This was sent
3: in by Chris and Reverend Smiley. And
0: life. But until then, you know what they say? Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe.
1: Did she go out literally and buy all this shit? Like serious like seri- Well I- I'm hoping Jeff she went out and bought all this shit and is going to return it the day after Halloween. I mean, I'm <laughs> hoping. Like, like real or is all this shit hanging in a closet, her wrestling wardrobe? I don't know, but she put
3: Tony Storm's voice into this, like she's miming her voice.
1: Oh, so she, so it's Tony Storm's voice. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. know because I don't watch AEW. Yeah, so. in but until then,
2: you know what they say: Shut up, tits out.
0: Watch for the shoe.
1: This is so sad. I'm, I'm serious, bro. It's like it's not it, – it's beyond making fun of these idiots. It, it's beyond that. It's like you guys are a total embarrassment, man. Embar- Jeff, we're, we're back to the days of – we're back to the days of – remember there was a time when you would not tell people you watched wrestling? Yes. We're back to those days. If you're a normal person and you're still watching this, we're back to the days of you're not telling anybody you're watching this. All right, let's go to current Mike Johnson.
3: This was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and he's being interviewed by somebody talking about his uh, career.
0: Because there's nothing better than being able to work for yourself and being able to do what bro, you're he, he, about. Can't, you know,
1: you know, he I, can't do. He can't close up his neck with that. With, and He lost a lot of weight. Yeah. He, he, last, yeah, you know, yeah. he, he looked like he lost weight in the nails thing, but bro, you, 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 you you're enhancing it with that, bro. I'm trying to help the guy. Jeff is a shoot because there's nothing better than
0: being able to work for yourself and being able to do what you're passionate about. Even though even though I get – listen, I work from the second I get up to the second I go to sleep, which my family absolutely hates.
3: Doing what? How could he possibly be doing dirt sheet stuff from the moment he gets up to the moment he goes to bed? There's no way in hell. He's full of shit. There's no way. You are not talking to that many people, writing that many stories every single day. No, no way in hell.
0: But it is – I basically get to write about the thing that I would be – I get to write and be paid – Talking about something that I would be paying to watch anyway. So it, it really is a blessing. And I you know, and like even meeting you over the year, you know, meeting and everyone else I've met over the, the years of my journey. There's been a bunch of really wonderful people.
1: My journey. The my, I love. You that. know, bro, the seriously, like bro, good good for him, man. The the dude loves what he's doing. He does it twenty-four hours a day. Obviously, he's neglecting his family because he just said it. Whether he's married or not, who knows? But he just said this is more important than my family. But you know what, bro? Listen, very few people get to do what they love to do. And this freaking guy, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how the audience keeps shrinking, this guy just continues to absolutely love it.
4: And everyone else, this is
1: so weird to me, Jeff. Bro, can I I bring us? Is he done yet? No. I let him finish (laughs) and then I want to make a point.
0: Over the years of my journey, there's been a bunch of really wonderful people who have been kind to me. And I'm really the recipient of that. And uh, I don't know when or if it will ever end. I hope it never does. I have a mortgage uh, like everybody else. (laughs) But, um, you know, I I, like this January will be 20 official years of PW Insider. Blows my mind.
1: Blows my mind, too. Jeff, can I tell you something? Bro, how nuts of a baseball fan am I? With four fantasy baseball leagues, like Jeff, you know, like you you know, I talk about it all the time. Jeff, do you want to know something the God honest truth? I have not watched one inning of the World Series. You know why, Jeff? I don't give a shit a bit a shit about the Texas Rangers or the Arizona Diamondback. I don't give a shit about them, and it's baseball, which I love. But I don't give a shit about these two teams. There's no superstars. There's no Aaron Judge. There's no Bryce Harper. There's no Shohei Atani. You know, these are good, solid ball clubs with no stars, kind of like wrestling. Bro, I've not watched an inning of the World Series, and it may end tonight. I mean, this is what? It's 3-1. to This is the fifth game but these guys like everything is great everything i love every like i, I my I, I don't get that it's like bro you you are wired in your mind that if if, if it if it's pro wrestling no matter what it is you're going to love it that's how like your mind is wired that's the weird thing about it bro Like, I'm here telling you as a baseball fanatic, I don't give a shit about the World Series. And you know what, Jeff? The second game was the lowest rated in the history of the World Series. So a lot of baseball fans don't give a shit about the World Series. But in wrestling, every single thing, Jeff, we got to stop the world about. It's just so weird, bro.
3: Watch there be some funny business next year in the playoffs. It might be some funny calls during bro, some games. Got, they,
1: they got to do something, bro. I talked about that today. They can't. The, the MLB cannot have this, bro. They, they, they need, they need the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodges. The you know they need those teams, bro. Nobody's watching you don't want cheating or or manipulation
3: in any kind of sport it's, but it's nice very, it's nice it, to
1: see but it's not good for the sport if nobody's watching their championship but Jeff game. it's very much like rest, they want to see the stars there are no big stars on either team here that's what people want to see
3: let's go to a big star Mr. Tony Khan oh, this was sent in by Gabe Tuff and then we'll have another angle of this that was sent in by J12 uh This is Khan in front of before the show in front of the crowd in Philadelphia.
1: Oh jeez. Just enough until we go live on
0: TV. We're going live in ninety seconds. We're going to
2: storm hard and we're going to stay hot. This is a paso.
1: That's a Jeremy <laughs> Borash spot, Jeff. This is this is what JB did, bro. This is what JB did. You go out, you light up the crowd, you get the crowd excited, and the owner, this is like Vince McMahon doing this.
3: Yeah, and you just heard him talking to the ring announcer in the ring who has the voice, who should be the uh,
1: Justin Roberts, who should yeah, be the yes. one doing this. Yeah, 1,000%. That's his job, bro. This
0: is a show. I would not do anything.
1: That's like the that's like the lead singer of the rock band, you know. Good New York, the greatest city in the world. The next night, Jersey man, the greatest yep. state. The next night, Philly. Like he's he's playing that role now, bro. Yep, we've heard him say this in New York and Chicago. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Let's fucking go! He's screaming in the arena like a child. This so is. What-
1: This is is today's wrestling, bro. This this is it. This is it.
3: What we missed from this angle, J12, I believe he filmed this. He said he was there. This might be the best foot stomp we've ever seen. He got that knee up there. This wasn't just the little tapping. This leg is going up. He's starting his engines, man. Oh my god.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, bro. I swear.
3: (laughs) Look at his face in the look at his face in the screen. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh
3: man. And and people say we want AEW to fail. What are we gonna do if we don't have these videos? Oh
1: my god, bro
3: all right it is time for the closer God. this was sent in by mark de and it is a scott steiner
1: video a new one yeah oh nice yeah
4: you know they say that all men are created equal but you look at me and you look at samoa joe and you can see that statement is not true see normally if you go on with one, one, one wrestler, with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. Then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. Your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33, and one-third chance of winning. But I got a 66 and two-third chance of winning because... Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33rd one. Bro,
1: here's here's the problem. Jeff, hear me out for a second. Here, Here is the problem in a nutshell. Bro, listen, I did Vicious Vincent's World of Wrestling. We did it as characters. We had the Matt Rad. We had Skull Von Krust. We did it as characters. It was a 1,000% Mark show. Bro, we did live shows and kids loved us. The, 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 it was kids and parents coming to our live shows. Here is the problem. If she is doing that, I've got no problem with that, bro. She's going out. She's spending the money on the costumes. She's doing all this. So if that's the show, if it's, I'm going to play along with WWE show. And that's the show. And that's her fan base. I've got no problem with that. But the problem is, bro, she's Tommy Dreamer's co-host. That vicious Vincent would have never been Tommy Dreamer's co-host. That's the problem. That is the problem. She's interviewing Big Show, bro. That's the problem. If she were just doing this, bro, as a goof and as satire, and I'm going to be all these, these characters, tremendous. But they're letting this in scrums, Jeff. That's the problem, man.
4: Third chance minus my 25% chance.
1: Bro, so whose fault is it, Jeff? Is it her her (laughs) fault or is it the business for letting her in? Whose fault is it? Seriously. Well, it's the business's fault. She can do whatever the hell she wants. Man, it's like seriously, if this was her shtick, no problem, bro. But she should not be on serious radio.
4: And you got an eight and one third chance of winning that sacrifice. But then you take she my seventy-five percent,
1: bro. Just, just think about sitting there and writing this whole thing out. She's reading. Well, she probably googled it and is reading it. off. Uh, reading who, it. who knows, bro? Who knows?
3: <laughs>
4: chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one and then at 66 two-third percent i got 141 two-third chance of winning that sacrifice well can he you
1: imagine number- like telling the undertaker yeah bro this is the person who's going to interview you <laughs> you go 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 look at her youtube bro that's who you're going to be
4: can you imagine that bro him sitting there she's going to interview me numbers don't lie and they spelled disaster for you at sacrifice
1: Oh, Jeff, Jeff, this this, this isn't, bro, look at me. Make us full screen. I want to look you in the eye. Look, look at me. This ain't funny no more. <laughs> we're we're that, getting, the, for, for clarification, that was last year's, I believe. Okay. That, that, wasn't,
3: that wasn't in the round with the Rhea
1: Ripley. We're and the, getting to the well, point of this not being fun. <laughs> they all think they're part of the act, Jeff. Jeff. Well, that's it. They do. and But the difference
3: is what you just talked about, The Undertaker, Big Show, they're going to look at these people like, are you kidding me? You're putting me in here with this mark. We we saw Big Show do it when he looked at his watch. Remember when she's asking about Bray Wyatt and shit? But I think a lot of the wrestlers today, they, that doesn't bother them.
1: Jeff, let me ask you a question. When you go to a professional game, I, I guess in your area, bro, it's really like you got to go to a Bills game. What other professional teams are around you? The Blue Jays are the closest. Okay, Blue Jays. Yeah,
3: have you ever gone to a Blue Jay game? I haven't since college, but yeah, I oh, used to I love. I, I love saw. Go. I saw. Um, I saw Clemens pitch for the Blue Jays. Oh man! I saw them play the Mariners. I saw Griffey hit a home run. How close but- are
1: you to that? About, I think it's about three hours. Oh, I'd love yeah. to go to a Blue Jay. But here's my point, Jeff. Whether you go to a Blue Jay game, whether you go to a a, a Bill game, like, do you want to be a part of it? Like, you're there to watch the game. Right. You don't want to be a, a player in the game. These people that show up to the events like current SAP, like they want to play in the game, bro. And, and here's the sad thing, bro. It's, it's fine to want to play in the game. But when they allow you to play in the game, that's why the business has totally effed itself, bro. They've allowed these people, come play in the game. Come to the scrum. Ask us whatever questions you want. Yeah, man, you need tickets? We'll give you tickets. They've let them become part of the game. And now because of that, it's a freaking
3: joke. Is there another business like this? I mean, you... I was saying, well, you see, celebrities, you know, like Billy Crystal played in a in in the uh, the spring league, and Will Ferrell did, but that's more of a novelty to get people to to watch it, and and they're famous. But you don't see like like you're the example you just said. I wouldn't show up to the to the Blue Jays game and talk to him. Hey, why don't you come out here and play catch with us
1: while we while we warm yeah, up? Yeah, right, you exactly, know? man. Yeah, you want to yeah. interview me? Yeah, come down here, interview me. Yeah, yeah. Like- God, bro, it's 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 so out of control, man. It it is. There's no getting back, bro. They're, they're no, not, not with these people running it. With the same people running it, bro, there is absolutely zero fixing it. No, and they're letting them play with them in the scrums. You know that that that's what that is too. All right, Jeff. What else is going on with you, man?
3: Well, if you guys want to send in clips of this show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions, Lane's email at gmail.com. If you send in a tweet, please include both a link and a screenshot to the tweet. Videos, MP4, audios, MP3s, around 30 seconds to a minute. Lane's email at com.
1: I guess the Rangers just won the World Series because Annie just tweeted me, ring number four, so she must be talking about Bruce Bochy. And, of course – Well, good. I, I hope got- that – Shits on analytics for everybody. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. You're yes. exactly right. And then I got a, I got a, uh, I got a, a message boom from Ross who jumped on the bandwagon, bro. Let's make that clear, Ross. You jumped on the bandwagon. Don't boom me. you well, jumped I think on the he's he's booming because he predicted them to win earlier on. Remember? Boom, nothing. Boom, nothing. All right, everybody, guys, check out on a Patreon, man. Hey, my look. Look, look, I'm doing the show in the basement. Can we tell them about the other new show? Or yeah, not, we've right? already announced all those. Yes. Tell them, tell them, Jeff.
3: Yeah, well, so we got a couple changes at the $3 tier. We're going to have some uh, two new shows replacing a couple shows. So the first one is the Tony Khan and Dave Meltzer comedy extravaganza. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that I, I'm I'm going to be on that show with you. I don't even know what it is yet. It's going to be some type of. Sometimes you're going to bring some type of something to it. Yes. And, uh, yes. That's going to be interesting. So that's going to be twice a month on the Patreon. And also I believe next week you're going to be starting the bro rants of the week. Yes. On yes. Patreon. So yes. we're also, uh, we, we have to do an extra castrating the marks there that we've now bumped down to the super bro level. So if you're at super bros, you will now start getting the extra extra castrating the mark show. And if you are at the Russo raw tier, you now get to be part of a roundtable with us every month. So all everybody at the Russo Raw tier will get in um, like one of these with us, and uh, we'll just we'll just chat it up. So you yeah, guys, check out
1: check out the uh, new tiers. Me and Jeff really worked hard on them. What what we tried to really, you know, guys, I tell you all the time about ratings. Give them more of what they're watching and less of what they're not. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you more of what you like. So we revamped the lineup. Guys, check it out, man. Still starting at three bucks a week, right, Jeff? Month. Three bucks a month. I'm sorry. Yep. Three bucks a month, guys. Check it out. I think you're going to love the new tiers. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. That is it, everybody. For me and Je- Wait, bro, is hold on for a second. Something just crossed my mind as I was wrapping this thing up. When we we saw Hollywood, you know, through like five or six characters tonight, was that any different Wait. wait, wait we got we got to call ourselves out here. Was that any different than Mark and
3: Mark? Yeah, because we were playing people that we don't want to be like and we don't Okay. we're making fun of people Horrible. yeah oh, okay. we, all right. we are all like right. man we really
1: want to be diehard wrestling fans okay. let's right. pretend all that right. we are yeah all yeah. right everybody yeah. that is it we'll see you next week thanks for joining us